Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Expansion Pack Podcast, where we download this week's gaming news. And of course, you guys know we bring it straight to you. I'm your host, Denzel, a.k.a. Black Ice. And joining me are my amazing co-hosts uh, each and every week. Starting off with my boy Manny over here, Goopmaster Flex. You already know, stay gooping. Of course, you stay gooping all day. Or day, it's the lifestyle, right? <laughs> Yeah, Chris, look at this boy. He's such a weirdo, bro. <laughs> oh, and of course, we got my guy down low, Chris, Mr. 525 himself. What's going on, man? I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, again, for the folks out there who aren't watching, you miss at least one weird ass moment from many a week. Just letting you know, just start watching on YouTube uh, or on Spotify. You know, we got the, the video podcast thing going on Spotify, so make sure to check us out on either one if you're listening on uh, any audio platforms only. Making the 525 look bad, bro. It's, <laughs> it's making it look bad. <laughs> what do you mean? I said I'm staying I, I didn't do that to you when I was gooping. When I was gooping, I did it right. God <laughs> ah, damn, bro. Get your shit together. Yeah. I just imagine Chris coming in one day. It's like, yo, you know, I'll stay gooping. He just got a wig. <laughs> uh, don't do my shit, you're like looking that, like Sideshow Bob, bro. Uh, uh, damn. <laughs> no, talk, that is the Sideshow Bob, though. That is what it reminds me of, for real. But I need a haircut, but, you know, one day. It's one at a time, so I got to keep my, my fur up top. Oh, man, shit. Oh, I'm set the fur. I'm done. <laughs> well... Guys, we're here to talk about some games. And, of course, Manny's uh, Sideshow Bob look, apparently. Um, yeah, so this week in gaming, uh, definitely not as crazy as the first couple or the last couple weeks. Um, you know, it's really just dealing with the fallout of the Bungie acquisition, dealing with the fallout. Well, actually, no, the Bungie acquisition was this week, right? This past Monday. Uh, it's been... Yeah, yeah, it was yes. past Monday. Okay, yeah. So I mean, yeah, that's pretty much the week. It was just reacting to the news, still dealing with the fallout of the whole Microsoft Activision news as well. Um, but you know, we did have some actually a decent amount of stuff from Sony this week. So that's really going to be uh, the main focus of the episode here. Um, you know, we had a couple state of plays. Uh, you know, obviously the Bungie announcement, and then also a couple rumors swirling. So uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. But first, you already know what we do here. Chris, you already know. It's February. It's the winter. It's cold. Apparently, this groundhog saw his shadow or didn't see his shadow. So, Yo, you know, we're going to have... that groundhog, man. <laughs> Yo, have boy lives. his chuckles? I don't even know. Apparently, yeah. one of the groundhogs in Jersey died. So, who knows what that means for the winter. <laughs> but... yeah, that sounds like chaos. <laughs> Hi, know, guys. Chaos. It looks like it's over for us. <laughs> chaos. It's the end of the world, apparently. Uh, so, you know, hit us off, Chris, with the icebreaker. All right, people. It's, um, like you said, it's getting cold outside. My, we almost done with winter, though. We got, what, four or five weeks left, and then we be back in the nice, nice, nice sunny weather. But for now, we're going to keep it chill. Um, this week, the question is, um, what's a way that gaming has impacted you? that you didn't expect to, like, later on be able to admit. Um, I don't know if the wording on that maybe might be a little bit weird, but 
I will go into what my answer is for you guys and the people, and perhaps I will jog some uh, some nuts and bolts together, and maybe you get you know a good answer off of that. But I will say for me specifically, um, I don't even know if I'll say it, it impacted me in this way, but it, it was something that I didn't know was so in depth, and I would say it has to do with the accessibility that they've actually implemented in gaming, especially over the last couple of years to allow so many different kinds of folks to be able to game and do things that I would have never expected them to be able to do. And I'm not sure if they themselves expected to be able to do. Um, some of the things that they've come out with, like, for example, I remember like, uh, once like a year ago, I'm watching YouTube and there's this guy who's playing COD and he's like nasty at the game, but I guess he was born with like missing a hand. Mm-hmm. So like the, the thing that he was using was some, it, it was set up very specifically for him, obviously. But bro, when I tell you this man with the one hand will shit on me and my two handed gaming any day of the week, like it, it, was impre- it was so impressive. You know what I'm saying? They're like, damn man, not only is he nice at the game, but there was a way for him to also be included in the party, which was cool to me, you know what I mean? I didn't think that this was where gaming was going to be, and I could kind of come up with so many other different ways as to, you know, how it kind of is shocking now that you look at certain things in hindsight, but to me, that's the part that really sticks out a lot, just the fact that so many different folks from not only different cultures and different um, backgrounds in life and all that kind of shit, but just physically and all that all that stuff matters and they've thought about that stuff and they've given people ways to play as much as possible as much as they possibly can you know what i'm saying and um yeah i think that's really cool i think that's really 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 cool for 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 that to be a thing you know especially because like i remember when i was little gaming for me was supposed to be a thing where it was like you know, you maybe you don't feel the most included in, in, in real life, you know, in school or whatever the case is. So you get online or you get on your game and it's supposed to be like this escape. And then, I don't know, I just think it's cool that they still give everybody a chance to still get their escape, regardless of whatever they're going through. So, yeah, that would be my answer for sure. It's a hard warmer. I know, y'all. It's a hard warmer. But... I love that. I love that, man. That's really good stuff. <clears throat> yeah, I remember actually seeing... um. Like one streamer, I don't know if you're talking about the same guy, probably not, but like, um, yeah, he had like a special setup where like, it was like these tubes that he would blow into and like, mm-hmm. you know, whatever he blew into, like would make a certain command and like, it's just crazy how like accessibility nowadays, like, is just changed gaming for like a lot of people that, you know, like hasn't expected things like you mentioned, like losing their arms or anything like that. So, like, it's good to see that everybody can be like included in some way, shape, or form. So, yeah, I definitely agree with that. You know, accessibility does uh, has made a big change in gaming, definitely. Absolutely, man. And you know, you, uh, many kind of what you were alluding to is like, you know, people who maybe loved gaming in the past and you know maybe went off to. Um, war or something, you know, lost a limb in the military or, you know, any any number of reasons how or why it could happen. And then, you know, to still be able to continue a thing that they love, like a hobby that they love, like gaming, um, because of all these accessibility options is really awesome. Um, <clears throat> another kind of side to that, too, is 
there's this guy on uh, on Twitch. I believe he goes by the Blind Gamer. Um, mm-hmm. He's a really, really big advocate for accessibility in games, um, and you know the fact that he's legally blind and able to play, you know, a lot of games, you know, very efficiently. It's like awesome that we've come far enough to allow that type of stuff to happen. Like I think I saw him the other day playing uh, Horizon. I almost said Forbidden West, but um, what's, the, what's the original one? Zero Dawn. Uh, Zero Dawn, Zero Dawn, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's playing uh, Zero Dawn. And I think that, that game had a pretty good amount of accessibility options, so he was able to play that just fine. So I, I think that type of stuff is really cool, man. Uh, how does that work yeah. for, for somebody who's legally blind? Like, so, because, again, I don't, I, obviously I don't dig in the settings for myself, mm. but, like, like, what's the setting for that? Because I know there's stuff for, like, people with epilepsy, and I know there's different, like, uh, color blind settings and things like that, but what's the setting for for when you're illegally blind? Uh, I think, well, I think he was using a lot of the the narrator settings, like mm-hmm. like specifically okay. for menus and stuff like that. It'll tell you flat out like what you're on, gotcha. um, okay. and I think there's certain audio cues that help you to determine like you know what you're fighting, what you're doing, all that type of stuff. So mm-hmm. I don't fully understand it, but I'm he you know he's had no problem playing. And yeah, that's pretty sure. Yeah, he's pretty, mm-hmm. pretty nice with it, so interesting stuff. Crazy, bro. For real. It really is crazy. Um, Manny, what's your uh, take on this question? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we, we started off so positive, but like my answer in my head was like, <laughs> face, you know, facing adversity when it comes to those Modern Warfare 2 lobbies and, you know, those OGs, you know, who understand, they feel my pain. But now, but I, I like... One thing that gaming has impacted, you know, me, I'm like, you know, a shy person, honestly, like, you know, it's hard for me to start a conversation. But like (laughs) gaming definitely like changed that because like, you know, you just go on like at first in the beginning days when like you used to go to like, oh, I have to play like um, public lobbies and game chat. You have to meet new people and everything like that. Hence the, you know, shit talking that you got to deal with. But also, just like meeting new people around the world and everything like that. You know, it's not all bad, of course. So, like, you know, definitely gaming has impacted me in a sense where it's like you definitely meet like all these people around the world, which, you know, could be good, could be bad. You know who you're talking to, you know, who knows. But, like, you know, just help me socially. So, like, that's like one thing I appreciate about gaming that has helped me. You've been making some friends, bruh. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, without gaming, you know, we won't know each other. <laughs> God damn it, yo! That's true. That's true. Without gaming, well, I would know Chris, but I, I don't. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that, yeah, was, yeah. that was that was beat. Yeah. <laughs> without without gaming, I would be May twenty fifth. That's yeah, true. You on, you on break right now, bro? <laughs> you on pause? Oh god! No, but uh, I remember. Um, I remember when I first got my Xbox 360, man, and like meeting like all these random people, like playing Gears of War, playing Halo 2. Um, like I remember I had like a, a pretty solid squad of people that I that I met from Florida that I used to play with like all the time back in the day. Um, yeah, man. I, like back then, gaming was definitely big for helping you meet new people and whatnot. Lately, we've been a little bit more segmented yeah, to, no. to our yeah. own, you know, <laughs> we local. Got a gaming group. Yeah, our own local gaming group, but and that actually goes into uh, to my answer. You know, I think a lot of the ways, like the social aspect of gaming, just something that I never really could have forced. You know, I don't think anybody really could have foresaw, but like especially when I was like a kid, like playing like Madden on my GameCube or whatever. You know, like 
eventually down the road, what, 20 something years later, seeing like where we are with gaming now. And, you know, I'll give you two, two sides of that coin. Like the first example is um, it's like gaming's honestly kind of changed like family game nights and, you know, the, the way that certain families will like interact with each other. So last night, perfect example. Um, my father-in-law and my sister-in-law both came over for us to have dinner and whatnot. After we were done with dinner, you know, <clears throat> we were going to play like a card game or like some sort of board game or whatever. And then my wife was like, oh, we should play like VR. And then it turned into this whole situation where like, we were showing my father-in-law like how to play uh, Beat Saber. And then eventually we went on to play, um, Manny, I don't know if you played this one, but the, there's like a bomb game in VR. It's called um, Keep Talking to Nobody Explodes. It's like heavily uh, like it's 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 such a fun game, but it's like <laughs> it really relies on communication like heavily. It's like one person has the headset on and they have a bomb, and then everybody else um, can get the bomb manual on their phone. And so the person with the bomb has to describe like, okay, like what what do you see on the bomb? And then the people with the manual are supposed to tell them how to diffuse like get through each portion of it. So it's kind of like a puzzle game, but like a co op puzzle game. Dude, a lot of fun, but like also super stressful. Like they're, you know, obviously you got the bomb ticking down, but then they're when you get into higher levels, there are different things that the world does to fuck with you. Like it'll kill the the power in the room, so you can't like you. There's no light, you can't see anything. There's an alarm clock that goes off, so it like breaks your concentration. It's just like a ton of fun, but also like high pressure in some ways. Um, and you know, it was just like a lot of fun. There was a lot of laughs, and uh, you know, we were just having such a great time. And I also remember. I want to say it was last year we were like the same group of people, but like um, some of my wife's sisters and whatnot were there and we were playing Among Us. And that was so much fun, too. Like everybody was just on their phones playing Among Us. And it's just like this is so accessible to just about anybody. You know, anybody could have downloaded it on their phone or whatnot. And it was just like it was just such a fun time. It was just great. Like that social aspect of it. And the other side of the coin, um, and I'll try not to keep it too long winded, but, you know, again, this is something that we experience every day, right? Like we're in the Xbox parties, just sitting there talking to each other. Like we don't even necessarily, we're not even necessarily all playing the same game. Sometimes it's just kind of like a, like a hangout spot, like a meeting room where we all just kind of sit there and talk about our day or whatever, you know, like, it's just not something that like I, I would have ever expected, especially now with COVID, you know, it's like, like people aren't really going to each other's houses as much. And it was just one of the, the best ways to kind of keep in touch with everybody and stay social was just hopping an Xbox party. You know, we're, either we're playing COD or we're playing Grand Theft Auto or we're playing Rocket League, like whatever, or not playing anything at all. We're just sitting there talking like, you know, um, I know some Sundays we'll watch football games and like still be in the party talking about what's going on. So it's just cool that like, you know, gaming in a sense created like these type of communities for us to just hang out and chill. Like it's just. It's nothing I would have never I would have ever expected back when I was playing on my GameCube back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, for sure. For sure. Um, Nintendo. <laughs> Hello, um, it's going out there. Come on, man. It's too early to, you know, shit on Nintendo, yo. Like I just, all I said was Nintendo. I didn't say good things, bad things. I just said they know what Nintendo. they needed to do. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> what um, was I raising? Oh man. <laughs> But uh, Chris, that was a, again, thank you for the icebreaker. That was a good one. Definitely a heartwarming, you know, especially your answer with the accessibility stuff. I love that. Can't always be gangster 24 7. Sometimes you got to not be gangster. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Sometimes. I feel that. that. 
Well, speaking of gangster, you know, leading right into our first story here. Love it. It's a great segue, you know. Uh, Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> <laughs> we got, we got a, a, gangster. a random a random blog post from uh, Rockstar, you know, talking about a couple things. The, 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 core por- the core purpose of the blog post was really to talk about uh, the Grand Theft Auto 5 and online next-gen upgrades. So... We finally got a date for those, um, apparently a firm date, which is March 15th. Uh, cannot wait for that. Uh, so apparently, there's a couple of things that go along with this. So they're, they're finally separating Grand Theft Auto Five and Grand Theft Auto Online to be separate components. So if you don't want to rebuy Five because you played the story a bajillion times because it's been on, what, two different generations of systems, maybe three at this point, um, you know, you can just buy GTA Online, which I'm going to be real with you, exactly what I'm going to be doing because I don't really want to spend money on replaying that whole story. Um, <clears throat> and you can carry over your character again. Thank God, because <laughs> I would be pissed off if I had to do that again. Uh, they didn't really give a, a price point, right, Manny? Um, as far as like how much the GTA Online would be. Nah, I didn't see any price points. I'm assuming if they are going to just offer online, it's probably going to be at most maybe thirty dollars. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it, if you are if you're a PlayStation user, you know they they got that partnership going still. I think it's going to be three months for free or two months for free GTA Online. Yeah, uh, three. Which, yeah, which is pretty cool. Pretty cool for sure. But I cannot wait because they've pretty much come right out and said um, the next gen version is going to have 4K, 60 mm-hmm. frames per second. Uh, HDR, they're upgrading a lot of the systems to HDR, and then a couple cool new features um, with GTA Online where I think you're going to get like a new style garage that's going to be at the uh, car meet. So supposedly that's, they're going to have some new upgrades. And knowing Rockstar, they're going to be cagey about some, some of the other details. I would imagine that there's going to be a ton of extra things that they're sprinkling into this next-gen version that I cannot wait to try out. Um, so... Again, since I've come back to GCA Online randomly for whatever reason in the, the year 2022, um, I'm super excited for this, super excited to test out all the new features and also to see the game just upgraded, you know, like faster load times, uh, you know, high, higher refresh rates. Well, hi, yeah, because I think the game plays at 30, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I would have loved to have seen them put it at 120, but maybe for GTA 6. Speaking yeah, of which, sure. <laughs> they uh, they sprinkled it into the, the end of the blog post here, but uh, they basically said GTA 6 is uh, well underway in development. The <laughs> Probably one of the weirdest like things to just kind of sprinkle in there because we have literally no information about it. But yeah, guys, GTA 6 is coming. I'm excited. Obviously, uh, GTA is like the one of the biggest games ever, <laughs> period. Even though they've st- what GTA GTA Five has been out for, we'll just say ten years, right? Still one of the nine, years, that, nine years since September seventeenth. Yeah, so yeah, about about, mm-hmm. about ten years. So, ooh, so next year, next year we gotta at least get a trailer, right? Because there would be the ten ten year anniversary of the game coming out. So we gotta at least get yeah, a trailer. You would think. I hope so. Yeah. You would think. But, you know, in better news, though, I just saw under the blog post that they finally released the Dr. Dre music and streaming platform. So you already yeah, know what I'm going to be thing, doing. Yeah. Yo, that music were fire. I don't care what anybody says. 
Where's Detox, though, bro? What the fuck? Apparently, it's in this game. <laughs> Shit. Yo, but it's crazy, though, because the other day, um, I think it was just like, yeah, it was this week. Isaiah and I were playing, and all of a sudden, we hear like a Dr. Dre track, and then we hear Eminem rap, and we're like, well, yo, what is this? <laughs> Shit, I got to I, I don't remember what the name of the song is, but if it's streaming now. It's gospel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't see it in album form on Spotify, but I did see them in like individual tracks uploaded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo, I was I love the way they did that whole that whole DLC because I feel like they could expand upon it more the the contract DLC with Dr. Dre because I feel like you could just add anyone else like you could do a whole one with Eminem you could do a whole one with I don't know ASAP Danny Brown whoever and like actually have them do cameos in the game you know put out exclusive music I really think the Rockstar set themselves up in such a way that. Uh, GTA Online, like, I don't think we're going to get a GTA Online 2 when 6 comes out. Like, I think they're really just going to try to organically move everything over. I just hope they, they find a good way to do it where, like, if if GTA 6 is in Liberty City or something like that, you can just hop on a plane and then, like, boom. Like, there's a, here's a different world altogether. I really hope they pull that off because mm-hmm. it'd be really dope. But, Manny, I know you're, you're the biggest GTA fan here. So, uh, you know, give us your reaction on this stuff, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, I take this with a grain of salt because just like every other GTA rumor is like, there's nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, here you go. It's under development. Now stop bothering us. So, that's exactly I what mean, did. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll, we hope to see a trailer soon because like, you know, a couple of things we're trying to figure out is where it's going to be, who the protagonist is going to be and all that kind of stuff. Because like, you know, there's a lot of rumors before that was like, oh, first female protagonist and this, that. So, you know, we, we just, we, we want something rockstar, like a little announcement uh, that is coming out. Isn't enough, you know, maybe hopefully this year at E3, we'll get something. And I hope it's in Vice City because we haven't been there in like, well, four GTAs anyways, but I mean, it's still exciting news because, like, in the end, in the end of the day, it's like still a you know great franchise. So I'm uh, definitely excited. Hopefully, um, like you said, Enzo. Hopefully, some some way to implement this GTA Online to the next one because you know we work our asses off and we don't want to just like you know lose everything we you know worked for pretty Facts. much in like Facts. one day. I'm currently working my ass off, bro. I just bought my agency. I'm working on getting my next million dollars. Mm-hmm. I definitely don't want to have to redo all that and like, you know, get all these new properties and all that stuff. Like, yeah. I want to keep some of that stuff. But, uh, but Manny, you would be the one that want to see a female protagonist, man. I, I know you. Oh, I see yeah. you. Yeah, he definitely would. You're you gonna buy all the merch. Mm-hmm. You gonna buy all the skins. <laughs> and then you gonna be like, what do you I mean? Hope, <laughs> I hope like Grand Theft Auto is not like that though. Like, you know, because you know how Fortnite so with that is now, where it's like you buy skins in the item shop. I hope. Grand Theft Auto doesn't go that route with it Manny, when it comes to like I'm gonna clothes tell you and stuff like right that. Right now, I I would put money on even this next gen upgrade having some more like skins and and like yeah. clothes and whatnot to buy. I I would put money on that, bro. Well, I mean, well, GTA Five is like this has been good with like keeping everything all in game currency and with the you know option to buy like shark cards and stuff like that yeah. if they keep it like that next gen i'll be fine there's no ridiculous microtransactions that you know you gotta pay like 20 dollars to get this cool fit and no nah, i don't want that and you could chip that well, well no, I, like I definitely feel leather. you on that 
like I think they they definitely they do do a good job do do they do a good job of uh keeping the microtransactions like in check cuz I think like to get what a million dollars it's like $20 real world yeah, which currency is disgusting I mean the hell of a conversion but that million, million dollars, dollars but a million dollars goes a long way right like relatively speaking right if you I don't it, know what's a what the past DLCs yo bro like Twenty dollars can't even give you the agency in GTA. Well, okay, but we're talking about the agency. I'm talking about relative to like, so we're talking about skins in games, right? So it's twenty dollars <laughs> to get like skins in some games, or ten dollars to get skins in some games. If twenty dollars gets you a million dollars, and you're keeping it <clears throat> realistic in the world, let's say at most like a crazy outfit that you really want is a hundred dollars. Like out of a million dollars, like that's that's pretty good. That's reasonable, you know. Mm-hmm. But usually fits are like. Thousands of dollars of GTA, like a whole outfit, bro. Yeah, like a whole, I remember there's a whole outfit that was like two hundred thousand dollars. I still think. Wait, what? Two hundred thousand? <laughs> All right, so then they're already there. <laughs> they're already yeah, doing but, what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, but like it's not like all right, but it's like it's optional. You don't have to buy the shop cards to get it. You know what I'm saying? That's what I mean. Just keep, like, everything, like, free, like, DLC and everything like that, like they have been, because that's been working great for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, there's a high grind aspect to it, but if you don't want to grind, you know, you can shell out the money, so. Mm -hmm. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Chris, what about you, man? What you thinking about the GTA 6? You excited? You want to go to Vice City? You want to go to Liberty City? What's up? I don't want to go back to any of the old places. Um, I'm very, very excited for the game. Don't get me wrong. I said it in the past before. I really kind of think that this is um. How do I put this? I really feel like this is going to be what Cyberpunk was supposed to be. I know that's a big statement, but I, I just feel that way because if I'm looking at what they did with Red Dead and then even what they did with Grand Theft Auto Five, I can't help but believe that that's what they're going to be going towards because in some ways it's hard for me to wrap my head around the idea that they're going to try to surpass red dead. I don't even know what the hell they're going to be doing to surpass red dead. Cause to me, red dead was like, that's one of the most complete video games. I think that's ever been made. If I had to think about just from start to finish, from details to things you can do to little side missions and all that dumb shit, the snow, like it is the most detailed game I think I've ever seen. Um, and it's been years since even that's come out. How long has it been since Red Dead? It's been shit. 2018. So it's been four years since Red Dead. Mm-hmm. And they worked on that for what, like a decade? Pretty much, yeah. I believe it's like probably been in development after GTA 5. Uh, I, man, I can't imagine them doing anything nowhere near less than mm-hmm. what they've done in, in, in Red Dead. And. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited about it, but I'm also not the dude that's sitting here like, oh, it's coming out tomorrow. I still fully expect this game to be like three, four years out. Um, I'm happy they're doing the next-gen upgrades and all that stuff. I think that's going to be cool to kind of tie people over. If you guys have noticed, it seems like Rockstar is kind of just doing this little sprinkle thing where they're like, all right, yeah, we're just, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll sprinkle a crack right here. We'll, we'll, we'll sprinkle a crack right here. and uh, we'll, Just to kind of keep people engaged until the game comes out. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I don't want them to go back to Liberty City or anything like that. I love all those locations. I think they're all classic. However, a, a perfect world for me would be where they start the game in like Mexico or Colombia or something like that. I want them to start 
right where like the head of the dragon is and then eventually have the main character transition to America because of, I don't know, the cartel or something to do with drugs or whatever. You know how Grand Theft Auto be. Mm-hmm. I'd rather see that story than somebody just in a city somewhere. Mm-hmm. I, man, that shit would be dope if you like, even if they did uh, Italy, something, something that's like really, really just out of the box for Grand Theft Auto to give them a whole other landscape to kind of work with. Mm-hmm. Bruh, yeah, I'm here for that. I'm 110% here for that. And then if you want to, like, when they go back to the States, you want to pick a random spot, pick, like, a Florida location or a New York location or Las Vegas, whatever the case is, pick the location and do it. I think, actually, Las Vegas would be fire. If they made a GTA version that was uh, of, like, a Las Vegas, bruh, bruh, <laughs> like, I'm, whoa, that's crazy. It was like that GTA San Andreas, though, like, they had Los Matres and that was their Las Vegas, but they yeah, didn't put that like, in five. But like a full Las Vegas, like a like a full recreation, I guess you could say, like where it's full, like the entire city. That could be yeah. that could be something. Yeah, um, crazy man. Because they they also did the other thing that Chris said, right? Like they they've started the game like somewhere else. They like and they've had moments where you go to other like like the Cayo Perico one, right? That's like a different yeah. island and like I don't have. It's it it's just the heist there, right? You don't like really get to free roam there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just heist. Yeah, okay. I mean, I still feel like that was like a sign of things to come, kind of a mission. Whereas, like, okay, we could do this. We could like take you to a whole other place, and mm-hmm. I, I want to see more of that. I kind of expect them to do more of that within GTA Online, but uh, we'll see. When they did four, how did that work with Nico? Like, did he start off in the states, or did he come from his country? Well, I, like he came, I can't remember. He, he came from the country, but like, you don't play in like that it part. Started you know what right I'm there when he yeah. showed it, up. It just came. Yeah. yeah, it showed up. Like you know, you see the boat coming in, and that's when you like start the game. Yeah. Uh, but um, but three. It's been a minute since I did anything with is it, four. Is it three that started off somewhere? One of them started off somewhere else, and then you like make your way there. But like, it wasn't like it started off, and then five is at the beginning. You uh. Like, what is it called? We're doing a heist with, like, Trevor and the other dude, I forgot yeah. his name. And you just make your way to Liberty City after. Liberty City or San Andreas? San Andreas, yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Still be <laughs> off there. Um, but, yeah, like, it's it's been done before, so I could I could see them doing that, you know, getting, like, going to Mexico or something like that, I could see. But I think you eventually have to put the main game in, like, a big city because, yeah. like, a big a big modern city, I should say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm hoping Vice City because I love, like you know, the scenery of uh, Miami, and they did a good job with Vice City when that came out a long time ago. And it's just about time we get like a more expanded and enhanced version of like Miami and Vice City this time than you know what we've seen before. But where else could they do? Texas. Texas um, I could see them doing Texas. I could see them doing Atlanta. I could see them doing uh, Philadelphia. I could see them doing in some ways. Um, yeah, I feel like we, you can't do like Japan or anything without <laughs> being super offensive. Um, well, uh, and plus, I, I already kind of think Cyberpunk did that a little bit. I don't want to see them touch Japan either. There's so I much Asian-inspired theming in Cyberpunk. I, I'm, I don't want to. I thought that. Cyberpunk was supposed to be like Atlanta. 
No, Cyberpunk was uh, San, uh, San Francisco. It was like a modern oh, day San Francisco. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, for sure. It was just futuristic. But I don't know if I would. I <laughs> yeah. don't know if I would say like it. I don't know. I don't know if I would say it was like a- Asian inspired necessarily. Well, I guess I say that because a lot of the ads and stuff that I, I've killed in the game, you, generally it's the uh, the tiger or whatever the hell clan it was. I just felt like a lot of the stuff, like in terms of the cars and all that stuff, seemed very Asian inspired in my opinion. But um, yeah, but also like. Cyberpunk's fake, you know. It's not. It's not like it's not real. Like, I, I want to see like a real depiction. Oh of yeah, Japan. if you talk about it like that, yeah, yeah. I feel you. But again, <laughs> I don't think they could do that without it being highly offensive. So I think they would stay <laughs> far away from that. Um, London would be cool. I mean, I guess you could go back to London because that was London the, uh, would be ones. real. Actually, they could keep the whole game in London, and I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I wouldn't even need to go to the states if they do it in London. That would be really cool. Hmm. Give me a Jason Statham type of character. <laughs> Speaking of the character, yo, I want them to go full like Mass Effect. Like we know basically like just write out, well, write out one character. I guess you could do like what Assassin's Creed did really. So Assassin's Creed, they had um, in Odyssey, they had the one character. I, I forget what, I think the name was like Alex or Alexander or something like that. So it was basically that it was like a unisex name and like you could pick whether you were a man or a woman. And then they had like a voice actor for each. Um, that way you have like a little bit more, you know, freedom to choose who you want to be. You know, Manny obviously would be, you know, a female character. We already know that. And then you could choose your like appearance and all that other stuff. Like, I wish they would do that. Like a Saints Row? Nah, Saints Row, the, your character didn't talk. Like they, your ter- your character conveniently didn't talk, just like in GTA. Online. What do you mean? They did. What? You probably haven't played Saints Row in a while, but the main characters definitely did talk. <laughs> mm, I remember everybody else talking around me, like Johnny Gat and all these other people. I don't remember me talking, but you're probably right. <laughs> GTA Online, your character doesn't talk. Yeah, that character doesn't kind of talk online. But I, I kind of get why. I, I mean, I like it, though, because, like, you know, it builds character. <laughs> I mean, they make a lot of jokes around it, so it works. But it's like, bro, why can't I just say something, you know? like. <laughs> yeah. I thought that's a part of Cyberpunk they did very well, too, though. The whole voice acting <laughs> for the main character thing. Because mm-hmm. most, most games don't do that, like how they did. They, they, you could tell that their voice acting, they had those people go in the studio many times to get the lines right. Like, no, no, no do it again. Do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Do it again. You could tell that's what happened, bro. Easily. Cyberpunk. Speaking of which, there's a rumor that the the next gen version is coming out pretty soon. Like I think that the there was like a listing for it on the PlayStation store earlier. We'll see. Believe about it that. when I see it. We'll see about <laughs> that. Better we'll still be that. a free upgrade with Xbox. Oh yeah, they're not gonna change that. Come on now. That ain't that ain't going nowhere. No. <laughs> Matter of fact. Microsoft should go buy CD Projekt Red, but you know we're gonna talk about that at a different time. That's a that'd be a big deal right there, because you know like that's like a that's a cheap studio now, right? Like they just yeah, no, because they take Cyberpunk. Yeah. yeah, that's a cheap studio now, man. That would that'd be a good move. Microsoft get a yeah. studio. they can't do it again though. You know they saying? they definitely could, and they will. They'll buy more. Studios. I mean, they could, but like you know, they want to be you know investigated heavily because of that. Manny, I guarantee you, they're going to buy another studio very soon. I put money on it because these other dudes are not done buying studios. They good. They All right, mark work. it down, boys. Timestamp this. Mark, mark it down. <laughs> mark it down. If, if they don't buy another studio, bef- um, I would say 
if we don't get another announcement, let me word it that way. If we don't get another announcement within the next two months, we'll definitely get something after they uh, close the Activision Blizzard deal. That's 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 what my money's on. Okay. Market. Market. Because you know Sony buying more. They already said it. They said it flat out. They're yeah, buying more. So. Speaking of Sony, though, you know, moving on, moving on to uh, our next topic here. So, again, like we said earlier in the episode, we had two state of plays this week. Two state of plays. Um, first one was Gran Turismo. Second one, Ghostwire Tokyo. We're going to start off with Gran Turismo, though. Um, you know, I have to admit, just just off the bat, I wasn't excited about this uh, state of play at all. I wasn't interested in Gran Turismo at all. But I do have to admit, coming away, you know, watching watching the actual state of play, I was impressed with the visuals more than I expected to be. Um, they're 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 using uh, ray tracing from what from what I remember them saying in the state of play. They're using ray tracing in real time in the actual races, as opposed to um, I think Forza Horizon. They only use it in like Forza Vista and whatnot. So actually being able to see cars racing in ray tra- with ray tracing, really cool. But there's just something about the game to me that just, I don't know, it's just this air of, like, corniness that I'm not not really vibing with. But, uh, Manny, you know, I were talking about this, you know, before we started recording, um, you know, so I want to hear, well, I want you to tell the people what you think about the game itself. But, yeah, for me, I don't know, it's just just a little corny, but go ahead, man. No, I know know what you mean, because it's like, we're used to playing like Forza. Forza's, you know, a really great racing simulation game. But one thing I did like about Gran Turismo is like I feel like Gran Turismo always had the edge recently with like track list on like a the motorsport side. Cause it you know, it would suck, you know, playing Forza Rise not Forza Rise and Forza Motorsport and like you're playing like essentially like it feels like the same ten tracks. Whereas um you know, watching the state of play and I think they mentioned like over thirty nine different locations with like multiple variants and everything like that, which I, I liked about Gran Turismo. It's like you get the variety of tracks, so it doesn't feel like you're playing the same race over and over again. And um, you know, one thing that really did get me excited was like when they were showing like the car list of some of the cars and I saw like they actually have my car in the game because like you know they 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 don't have like my exact car variant in Forza Horizon. They have like the Ford Focus RS and I have the ST and I'm just like you know, it's it's nice driving the RS, but it's not my car. You know what I'm saying? So I can't just like pretend I'm driving my car. So like, I'm glad that you know they actually have that in uh, you know, um, this game. So I'm definitely gonna play it just for just for that. I'm just gonna drive my car stock because my car stock. Um, and also they like the little mini features. Um, they have like the little mini hub where they show like everything, the showcasing of like the garages and everything like that. They also show like what the Grand Turismo Diner or whatever, where they have like different car collections you can do and everything like that. I mean, it's a, it's a good way to like keep the players playing. Um, in my opinion, the game does look beautiful. The diner part is what is what I know. The diner part I felt like it was like bro, it was, it was cheesy. <laughs> but like you know, like I, I appreciate the effort. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm gonna go into this racing game, you know, you better give me something. The drifting, I, I like the drifting though. Like when they were showing like the little trailer of the drifting, I was like, oh man, I can't wait to drift in this game. I miss motorsports so much because like Horizon is nice now, but I just love track racing, like that realism. Even though I'm playing on a controller, sadly, but like mm-hmm. and the customizations too. I, I mean, I was surprised with the customizations. It looks like they have actually a lot like more body customizations and everything like that for like your cars and Forza. Like, I feel like this year was a little bit slim with this, so I was kind of disappointed. But like, that's fair. 
overall, I feel like um, like this game definitely went to like real detail, nitpicking every little feature of like a car and everything like that. They showed off two new modes. It was like a music replay and a music just drive around. Nah, that really didn't catch my touch too much. But I mean, other than that, I feel like everything else like it looks like a pretty solid racing game for PlayStation. It ain't like Forza level, but like I mean, it's still like I would say like really good if that's all you have to play with you know what i'm saying absolutely yeah i mean it's kind of slim pickings for racing fans on um in general really regardless of what platform you're playing on but uh but yeah obviously if if you're on playstation you know this makes sense you you and you like racing you want to play this for sure Mm -hmm. um one thing i guess i could say is like it's not necessarily fair to compare it to horizon even though i i did so earlier (laughs) so i'm gonna call myself out um Cause it's just a, I don't know. I guess it's not fair, but in some ways, it <laughs> you would think that Gran Turismo would have the edge because because it's not fair to make the comparison. Because Gran Turismo is an open world and Forza is, and I think the, that's really the only reason that Forza doesn't have the the ray tracing. But yet, even without ray tracing, Forza still, in my opinion, looks better. Gran Turismo, though, I will admit, looks great, looks amazing, but I still mm-hmm. think Forza looks better. So. I guess that leads into the idea of like what is motorsport going to look like because if if they could take the engine because they it's virtually the same engine that they're using for Horizon and um, motorsport just like tweaking certain things here and there mm-hmm. but if you could take that engine from Horizon put it into motorsport and then have ray tracing natively and then have all the the tracks and all that other stuff like that's that's the other thing too you mentioned about the the customization I guess Horizon really never had the the level of customization that you would expect from motorsport and by virtue also Gran Turismo. Um, so I'm, I'm curious like when this new motorsport drops, which I think the rumor says is going to be this year. I'm mm-hmm. curious how those two are going to compare because, you know, I'm assuming Microsoft's obviously going to be pushing for more tracks. They're going to be pushing for, you know, a ton of car vendors and whatnot. So being able to have as many cars as they possibly can. And Forza has always been really good about um, car culture, you know, from from the street racing side of things and then also the the uh, motorsport side of things. So it's going to be really interesting to see these two duke it out like over the course of the year, like whenever they do officially announce motorsport. But, man, just something about Gran Turismo for me. Like, <laughs> I know that it's good. I know it's good. But every time I look at it, it's just like it just looks dated and mm-hmm. corny. And I, I wish I could get past that, but I'm going to play it. You know, um, thankfully, Manny, you said you're going to be getting it. So uh, I'll, you know, <laughs> bro, these next two months is going to be terrible, bro. I wish it, I wish that game pass. When is this yeah. dropping, though? It's dropping uh, March. March 4th. Sheesh. Yeah, March 4th. Wow. Dude, February is crazy. And then to just lead right into March with more stuff. Bro, it just sucks because, like, in March, there's, like, I know, like, they're probably not going to care about WWE as much as me, but, like, WWE look good. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to look at (laughs) it. Yeah, I got to read a review or two first. Yeah, I'm going to wait for a review or two, but, like, I mean, so far, the trailers do make the game look cool. I just hope that they revive that franchise because I miss WWE games. I'm trying to get, like, a whole squad in the Royal Rumbles and, like, smack each other up. I was just going to say, I'm about to buy it just so we can do a Royal Rumble. And, like, I think they have, like, oh, like actual my career and everything like that that's actually like finished this time on like last couple ones and everything like that so 
I'm to ground up on a new engine. <laughs> I, I hope I hope it's good, yo. Imagine they had like connected like careers where we just like all in like the same like universe is duking it out. It's like I'm the champion. Oh. They, <laughs> they ain't built like that, bro. That yeah, it ain't gonna be fire, like, but they that would be like dope, that. but I actually I swear I maybe not the ones that 2K made, but like the one that THQ made, I feel like there was like a connected career one. But that was like back then, and I feel like 2K kind of just like forgot about it. But yeah, like I said, I was like, you know, I love WWE video games. I haven't been caught up in like the actual like shows. But the only and oh, like another thing too is like a lot of people's been getting released from WWE, so like we're probably not gonna have like a good roster like we you know we would used to. Man, well, the trailer bro. that they showed off. Damn, we're taking such a hard tangent right now, but. <laughs> the trailer that they showed off, it showed like a lot of the legends, like The Rock and Stone Cold and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So I think they might just lean more into that than anything else. Yeah, which sucks because like you know, there's no there's no new school, you know, I candy. I don't know. I'm I don't know any up. of the new new school people, so I would be using all the old. It's still Rey Mysterio and John Cena and stuff like that, so I'm good. Facts. But they don't have Jeff Hardy no more, sadly. So yeah. they released all their good people that should have been new stars. They definitely did. I'm waiting oh, on that. Uh, what was the other one called? AEW. When they drop a game, my eyes is like, because <laughs> I want to see what they do. The mm-hmm. show. They took all of WWE's new talent that should have been the next generation. Yeah, it does. This is what happened. Um, pivoting back to Grand Turismo, though. So, because <laughs> again, we just went off on a couple yeah, of random tangent. Um, but yeah, May, March 4th, you know, <laughs> uh, there's just a lot of stuff to play. It's going to be a hell of a lot of stuff to play. Chris, we haven't heard you say much about the Grand Turismo so far. Uh, what, what are you thinking, man? Are you are you a big racing fan, like this style of racing? Um, I, I much prefer the stuff that Horizon has going on or the off-the-road type of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not the biggest fan of the... Um, just the track racing is not really my thing, but it's not really my thing in real life either. So, like, if I was to go out to an, a, a car event or whatever, and there was some street racing or something like that going on, like you know, like how Felix talks about all the time with the drifting and everything. Yeah. The minute he tells me, "Yo, there's an event," I'm there because I would love to do that. But I'm not going to see no NASCAR game. Like, I, I'm just not. <laughs> I'm not sitting in that thing and watching the car go in a circle twenty times. Like, it's just not for me. So, um. Yeah, not really my cup of tea, mm-hmm. but does it look okay? Sure, it looks okay. I can't say I think it looks outstanding or anything like that, but it looks all right. You know what I'm saying? I think the car models themselves look really good, and then whatever they did with the clouds and the stars and all that shit, I think it looks really good. Um, oh, the stars looked crazy. Yeah, when they did the whole thing where they like kind of shifted through the uh, different day cycles or whatever, that was really cool. Outside of that, though, I think Forza does, or at least so far, just based on what I've seen, Forza does such a good job of world building and making you feel like you're in a location. Yeah. You know, and um, if they can match that somehow, then cool, but I just don't know if they're going to get to that level. And again, I know you said it's not fair to compare them, but it's kind of my only frame of reference right now because before these two games, I played Forza Horizon 4, and I think I played a couple other ones here and there, but I like racing games, but they don't always catch my eye. You know what I'm mm-hmm, saying? Mm-hmm. 
Um, you saw how excited I was about that Hot Wheels game. I still, I'm gonna buy that shit still because that shit looked fire as hell. It looks like just like the thing from my childhood, bro. That shit looked dope. Um, I mean, Vroom, but right? for this, now nah, Room is the BR, the car racing one. There's an actual Hot Wheels, Hot Wheels game that I want to get because <laughs> it just looks fun. It looks super dumb fun. Um, yeah, I, but I, I would actually have to say though, like on some real shit. We're talking about visuals right now, but if if it doesn't feel as good as Forza does, then that's then it's already an L for me. And they technically, to me, have a little bit of an advantage because they got that controller to work with. You should, on paper, be able to do some cool things with that to make me feel more immersed in the game. You know, mm-hmm. so um, you know, I said it a million times last year, man. They blew me away with how much they were able to get out of the controller with um making me feel as though I was driving with a mm-hmm. game controller, not one of those, you know, specialized racing ones. So I think that's where their tall order is, getting the feel of the game to feel good. Mm. I, I don't know how they're going to do that one because I think Forza knocked it out of the park with that. I don't know how they're going to get it to feel as good. Like, the the one thing you can say about Forza, it's, it's buttery. Like, it, it's just buttery <laughs> like that's the only way i could say it bro and even <laughs> when you're in in motion to crash or even when you're losing control of your car that within itself still feels very smooth yeah you lost control of your car but it's still the mechanics feel good you know what i mean it's just like yeah that that's that's the true battle for them making your game feel fucking good mm-hmm. visuals is cool and all but make, make it feel right again they should they should if if Forza can do what Forza does in an open world, yeah, they should be able to do this. I mean, being on oh. tracks, you know, it's it's not it's not NASCAR tracks, you know, but like, mm-hmm. so so there is a little bit more to it, right? You know, you're not just taking a a left turn all day, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but you know, I it's it's less complicated than being in an open world, so you should mm-hmm. be able to nail that immersion factor. That's why I think the the visuals look as good as they do with the ray tracing stuff. But yeah, I agree. Like the sound needs to be on point, you know, which I, which I have no doubt they'll, they'll kill because, you know, Sony's pretty good about sound and they have their own 3d audio thing. So I'm sure they'll leverage that, but yeah, the feel and all that stuff. I, I do think they, they have a chance to make a really good, um, racing game. I think the question is just, will it surpass, Forza Motorsport, like, will it be better than Motorsport when Motorsport comes out later this year? That's the mm-hmm. question for me. Yeah, can't wait for that enough. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, you know, I, I mean, it's, it's good to see you know more Sony stuff because again, we really haven't been hearing too much about them. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's other true. than the acquisition, like they've been pretty quiet about the games that they've been releasing and doing. Although we're gonna get Seafood next week, uh, I'm excited about that. We're gonna get Horizon as well in a couple weeks, um, but. Moving on to the the other stated play that we saw uh, was Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, they didn't really call it a stated play. They just kind of called it a showcase. But, you know, in <laughs> essence, that's what stated plays are nowadays. So yeah. Ghostwire Tokyo, man, I got to admit, man, I was pretty disappointed in this one, bro. <laughs> Very disappointed. Uh, I was expecting, like, <laughs> you know, like a horror game or some, something like that. And we just got, like a like, a Japanese Ghostbusters. That's like the vibe I got from this. Um, I don't really know what else to say. I'm like I said, I'm I'm disappointed. I'm definitely not buying this game. Uh, obviously, it's going to be coming to Game Pass. So you know, there's our our one Game Pass 
plug for the week. <laughs> it's going to be coming to Game Pass next year after the uh, the exclusivity uh-huh. window is through. So I'll probably try it there. But I don't know, man. I'm definitely going to be waiting for reviews because may- maybe maybe the reviews might hit it out the park. And then I probably will go buy it on PlayStation. But off rip, I'm not seeing the horror elements of it. It's looking a little cheesy to me. Chris, I'm going I'm to start with you this time around, man. What, what do you think about Ghostwire Tokyo? Um, all right, people, I ain't going to hold you. Shit looking kind of mid. It looking kind of mid, Brick. I ain't going to lie. It looks, um, how do I put this without sounding fucked up when I say it? It, to me, it gives me the impressions of another one of these games that is like, It just seems like it's going to be a game that's completely random and the storyline is going to suck. That, that's that's the impression I'm getting from this game. Um, and Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Damn. I think even even like less so than Kingdom Hearts and them shits because there's certain threads in Final Fantasy I can kind of like see, okay, I get this, I get this. But this shit just comes off very, very, very random. Um... I don't know, man. I, you know why I kind of get this impression as well too is because it looks kind of, it looks decent. You know, visually it doesn't look bad, and every time I see a game in this style that looks good, it's like they slack on the story or they slack on whatever else they need to be putting in the game to make it right. Mm. Um, because if you were, if, if this was honestly was like a Ghostbusters type of game with the same kind of like mechanics and all that kind of stuff, I would actually be okay with that. Because th- that tells me that this is a this is a pretty damn beautiful looking Ghostbusters kind of game. And if, you know, the storyline kind of revolves around the same idea, yeah, I'm okay with that. I don't think that's what we're going to get. Um, <laughs> I think it's going to be some really, really just random shit. And, and I'm tired of giving people passes, man. I'll wait for reviews. I'll wait to see what they say. But I'm definitely not excited about Ghostwire in the slightest. It's like... Yeah, I don't know, man. It it, it looked like a weird version of like of like Ghost Runner or uh, Blade Runner. I'm sorry, and like what's the movie that um what's her name was in? Uh, Scarlett Johansson. Um, 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 Ghost um, Michelle. There you go. Yeah, it looks like a weird version of that, but with some like supposed horror elements to it. Ain't not one thing in that trailer made me say, "Oh, that's horror." Not one. I I honestly don't know if they ever said it was supposed to be horror. I just assumed it was horror because the the guy, you know, who's head who's head of the studio, uh, Tango GameWorks, worked on Resident Evil, worked on like you know, Mm. like horror franchises in the past. So like this just seems more weird and out there than horror esque. You know, it it really does feel like a Japanese Ghostbusters to me for sure. All right, Manny. So uh, what do you think of Ghostfire, man? You disappointed? Yeah, I mean. I gotta go, yeah, guys. I'm not gonna say the game looks disappointing. It's just not for me. Um, just to be real, this game, you know, like yeah, I mentioned as well, this game definitely doesn't look like it was made for like the West Coast audience like us in America. This game definitely has like a more like Japanese feel. Um, the visuals look good. Don't get me wrong. Um, you know, I like the little elements of powers they have. Um, like they were talking with like, you know, the water, fire and stuff like that. Um, so I'll give it to that. It's just the game just doesn't sit right with me. It just feels like 
it's just like not not it you know it's not hitting in the right spots maybe like you mentioned and so maybe reviews do hit off and like you do end up buying the game i'll give it a try but overall like just like theme of the game just doesn't sit right you know what i'm saying like like you said um we're talking about like how like the creators like you know some the creator of resident evil or the director of resident evil and then it's like you look at this is like this ain't it. Yeah, <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't it. Are you sure you worked on this game? But I mean, but don't, like I said, don't get me wrong though. Like this game, you know, visually it looks good. I like, you know, like just the way the powers look when you're shooting and everything like that. Um, the enemies just look weird. I don't know. It just it looks very repetitive in my opinion. That's what that's, that's what a I kind of get. Yeah. It looks repetitive, and that's why I kind of the one like dip my toes in this. And this is like why we talk about how Game Pass is great because like we don't want to take a risk of spending a premium price of sixty dollars on a game like this when you know you got Game Pass, you can either download it on the cloud or actually play it on, and like give it a try then to see if it's your you know cup of tea. But I'm, I would just have to wait. Yeah, we just gonna wait till it comes to Game Pass, like you said, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Speaking of Game Pass, shout out to I Will Be the Show coming to Game Pass two years in a row. Facts, facts. Um, I'm just I'm so sad. Like, like I, I get you saying like you're not you don't find the game disappointing, but like I had high hopes for it because of the studio, because of like mm-hmm. the studio head, I should say. You know, like mm-hmm. knowing that like it's lineage from my favorite game, it's like okay, <laughs> like let's see what we got here. And then it was like, eh, no. It makes you know, sense though, because like you know, maybe this was like what he wanted to do, and that's why you can you know let Capcom totally, do this to- totally. But but usually when that happens, there's some there's some like air, like it's in the spirit of this yeah. game or whatever, right? Like like you can tell that oh, this guy like there's an influence that this guy made this and he made this. Like mm-hmm. these, these couldn't feel more far apart. Yeah. Like it's just like a weird, I don't know, like anime thing. And and the other thing is, I find the the artwork for the game, like all of the like the posters that we've seen for the game and all that stuff, the artwork gives one vibe, and then seeing the mm-hmm. gameplay gives a completely different vibe. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, I guess that's what they say about having expectations, but man. Yeah, that's why we showcases like this. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm glad they showcased it because what the game is supposed to be coming out what end of March, March twenty something, twenty fifth, twenty fifth. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty much right around the corner. They're showing it like this. Uh, I don't know. I man. don't feel good about it, y'all. I don't, I don't feel good, feel about, good it about it. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. This, this is uh, this is probably one of the rare misses from Bethesda. Huh? Mm-hmm. Maybe ah. maybe Bethesda is just on purpose. To miss, so that would be like, all right, no more deals from you. PlayStation, kick them out. No, I, you know, I think that might be the one saving grace for them: the fact that Bethesda's name is attached to it, and it gives me a little bit of leeway to say mm-hmm. maybe it might be better than I'm thinking it is. Because mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. just don't put their name on anything, you know what I'm saying? So there's got to be something here, maybe. But yeah, it's just or I mean, like I or said, like Manny said, it could just be for a very specific audience, and yeah, you're just not yeah. it. Because I I could see people being excited about this game, right? Like, although the the reception on on uh, Twitter for honestly both games was pretty lackluster. Uh, you know, Gran Turismo and this is pretty mm-hmm. lackluster. So I don't think people are really vibing with this so far. But I don't know, man. It's it's gonna be re- this, this is weird. This is weird. 
Yeah. It, it, it is a weird year for PlayStation so far. At least they have Horizon Forbidden West uh, coming out later this month. That's true. But everything else that's happened this year, are like the things that Sony has said and the games that they've been putting out or at least talking about have been kind of uncharacteristic, right? Like we're supposed mm-hmm. to be getting a bunch of live service games from them. Um, you know, they obviously acquired Bungie. Like their tone and the way that they're doing business is definitely different. Um but at the same time, I'm glad to see that this these two games aren't like the traditional uh, over-the-shoulder action, third-person, <laughs> third person, dad, you know, like a dad game Boy. or something like that. You know, like I'm, I'm glad to see that it's diversifying a bit. So I'm cool with that. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. These two games, well, Ghostwire in particular, just not it for me. But uh, Grand Turismo, though, I'm open to. I'm definitely open to. Yeah. So. yeah, enough, enough. Yeah, man. So, uh, you know, with that being said, I think we're going to wrap it up here. Um, you know, we got a couple big games coming out. This, this uh, Well, we, we just had Dying Light 2 come out. Manny and I mm-hmm. haven't really gotten a chance to dive too much into that. So that's why we haven't really given our review of it yet. Um, but we also got Sifu coming out next week. So I suspect next episode, you know, we're going to have a, a lot to say about both games. So definitely keep an eye out for that. Thank you guys again for watching. Um, you know, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, make sure to check out the video podcast on Spotify or on YouTube. Um, give us a like on there, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Um, yeah, but before we get out of here, Manny, have you started up? Where can the people find you, my boy? Got it. Um, TV slash GoodmasterFlex, as well as uh, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram at GoodmasterFlex underscore. The only difference is on Instagram is just schoolmasterflux underscore TGV, but everything else is just schoolmasterflux underscore. All right. Mr. 525, what about you, man? Yeah, you already know, people. It's the same thing on everything. May 25th. M-A-Y 25-T-H-X-X. God damn it. There you go. <laughs> on everything. All right, guys. And for me, you guys already know it's Black Ice 8 pretty much everywhere. Uh, Only differences on the Instagram and the TikTok. You can find me at Black Ice 8 underscore gaming. As well, on the (laughs) podcast side of things, you guys can check out um, our Twitter at XPACPod. It's also our Instagram as well. Um, And then on TikTok, you can look us up by just searching Expansion Pack Podcast with an X. Thank you guys again for listening. We will check you guys out next week. Peace. Hey, y'all.